0: wings with some bentley sauce and i'm having
1: a hard time getting it out of my throat
2: (laughs) i just had a the good we had a
1: good beer with that
2: where honeywell works i just had their equivalent of a a garbage plate which is a rochester thing so oh yeah that was good stuff
0: you said you saw that 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 uh, jar barbecue sauce i found last week
1: no, missed that. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I saw it.
0: The yeah, company. we were at, we were at a farmer's market and they had a jar of ghost pepper
2: barbecue. sauce. Oh yeah, I did see that. That's right. Yeah, I commented. <laughs> so on did that. you
0: try it? No, no, it's still sealed. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sitting there looking at you. It's like I because I talked to Honeywell offline. We just kind of sitting there comparing notes, and he's kind of telling me, you know, it's like because I, I said, you know, what's the best thing to de- to defeat the capsation? Is it milk or yogurt or something? Some dairy, and he goes. You're gonna find it weird, but orange goya
1: soda. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I was thinking of a fire extinguisher.
2: <laughs> he's he's worked in enough Mexican places. He would probably know. So <laughs> yeah, well,
0: he's actually got a podcast out there where he's talked about people trying to sample the hot stuff, and they you know they get <laughs> yeah. that liquid fire or whatever it is. It's like the 2 million and Scoville rating. Yeah. And 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 give it to people just to show them how weak they really are. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm just like, you know, it's it's one of those things where I look at it and go, you know, if I do do this, what I'm going to do is I'm going to barbecue some chicken and I'm going to lightly baste it with a little bit of it and cook it really good and see how that comes out. And I figured that'll still send me, you know, under the sink or something trying to.
2: Yeah, make sure you YouTube it because that's very big is people putting themselves in serious pain on the Internet with food. Way back
1: in the day, my dad did this to my my grandfather. Yeah. To my mother's father. And he always... Whenever we, you know, grilled out on the barbecue, my dad would make his uh, hot onions. Yeah. Mm. So my grandfather would always say, they're not hot. <laughs> yeah. So one day my dad went, all right, I'm going to, I'll fix his ass. This is uh, my mother's father, mind you. So he makes them extra hot that day. <laughs> and my grandfather would eat, them, would eat them straight. So he eats them straight. You know, you can see his eyes tearing, uh, his face <laughs> is turning red. You're like, not hot. As All right. he's about
2: to dip his head in a sink full of water. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I used to work at a wing and pizza place up in northern New York, it was, was also a bar. And you know, we always used to delight when someone would ask for you know wings as hot as you can make them. I'm like, oh yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> what do we got around here? <laughs> we would just throw anything spicy we could possibly find into it. So this is not the Eat It and Beat It podcast, uh, but <laughs> I'm going to leave some of that in there because it was kind of humorous. Uh, yes. But hi, we're the Fear the Walking Dead cast, actually, doing Fear the Walking Dead, finally. Um, it's technically, With Fear
1: the Walking Dead cast? Members.
2: Right, it's technically episode two of season four, but we're, we're just kind of calling it episode whatever because it's the first one that feels like Fear the Walking Dead.
1: Yeah, uh, the last episode felt like a bridge episode, kind of.
2: Yeah, very, very long. Fellowship of the Morgan. Fellowship of the Morgan, the the very long walking bridge. Uh, But this one's called Another Day in the Diamond. We'll learn why in a moment. But um, this is where we start to figure out how they're going to tell us this crazy time jump story. And we get a big title card saying, before... Before Morgan, presumably. The world is now B.C. Before now. B.M. and A.M. It's, it's no longer B.C. and uh, A.D. It's B.M. and A.M. Before Morgan and after Morgan.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, is how we now gauge the time of the world. Uh, but we start off with a little music montage and we, we see where what, what our crew is up to. And Alicia Strand, uh, Nick, and Luciana wake up at their new home in a baseball stadium. Uh, presumably a Texas team. I, I doubt it's a, it, you know, actually one of the big league.
1: It, look, Texas it teams. looks, it looks like a, a minor league. Yeah, stadium. yeah, yeah there's, there's that, like, that like that like like
0: triple triple A ball yeah, there. Like too yeah.
2: huge. Yeah. Um, uh, so they begin working on various projects around the stadium. You know, we get a day in the life type stuff, uh, and we go over to Madison, who's asking a young newcomer Charlie where she uh, lived before their settlement, and Charlie. Eventually, points in a direction outside the stadium, and we roll our opening credits. I That's kinda,
1: like the kind of actually you get when you ask my mother where she lives.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it wasn't really a, a very accurate uh, out there that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I kind of liked that this was in a ball diamond because it made me think of uh, one of the Fallout Fallout Four actually had had a segment where there was a settlement in in Fenway Park, so. That, Maybe in my mind, go to Fallout 4 stuff. Because uh, it's a pretty good structure to set up a little community in. You know, least an open-air market. I mean, there was the uh, supermarket. Closed. Yeah, there was a supermarket in the uh, stadium last year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, Hey. Yep, got to use those you know taxpayer supported sports stadiums when when the apocalypse comes i'm all for it plus there's a good supply of bats usually or other sports ball equipment that can harm things so <laughs> can't go wrong there um and not you know hey hopefully some leftover hot dogs those things will probably survive 100 years uh ball diamond hot dogs so a man speaks in the stadium, uh, PA and commemorates one year of living at the diamonds. So we kind of get our little time stamp and we're assuming maybe a year ish more than what happened at the dam then is where we're at now. So, uh, I guess we're kind of thinking that, uh, you know, we're still a little sketchy on exactly what the time is, but we now know it's at least one year after the damn, dam uh, incident.
1: And how long do we think it, it is between before and now?
2: I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping they give us some kind of indication of that, but I, I got to think it's at least if this is truly, it's got to be caught up with Walking Dead. So uh, they were what, like maybe five, six months into the apocalypse by the time the dam came around. I know some estimates are even shorter than that, but I don't, I don't believe it was less than. Six. How much
1: time has passed on the Walking Dead?
2: Y- well, yeah, not much lately, but I mean, at least three years. We're assuming it's only three years, right? Going by no, Judith I, I think... time. It's, I think it's been two years at the most. Well, you got to figure uh, Lori was pregnant, you know, for a while. And Judas now about two ish. The, the, the question is did Lori get pregnant before the apocalypse or after the apocalypse? Yeah, but it wasn't,
1: you
0: know. Everybody's you know, pretty sure it was after. We're, we're, Everybody's
1: pretty sure. was out for three months.
0: Was he out for three months or was he out for a month? I thought it was a month. I
1: don't know.
2: Um, too,
1: I think it was two months. I think it was like 60 days. Yeah.
2: Somewhere, yeah, eventually, someone will we'll write a book on the whole coffee table book on the whole Walking Dead experience, and then all our answers will be answered. They'll give us a
0: timeline, yeah. The, the Michael Crudo The Walking Dead.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, there's no excuse not to. I mean, I've seen online timelines of the fucking Planet Apes universe. Well,
1: The, the Walking Dead Wiki does
2: have a timeline. Yeah, I know, so I'm not sure I acknowledge it. Because uh, I, I still think they say that Fear of the Walking Dead was too short but anyway we're, we're a year after somewhere at this point <laughs> we're a year yeah. we're a year in the fall diamond now he doesn't say it's been you know and the clark family started it you know so we don't know maybe they moved in three months ago no you
1: know. i i did i did get the feeling that maddie founded that founded it
2: yeah i'm thinking so too and i'm sure we're gonna get that backstory so i mean they're, they're so, nice servicing both stories and letting so us it's know.
1: possible that even more time has passed yeah and how long yeah. did it take between the dam and the finding of the uh baseball diamond, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, she had to take some time to, you know, get her shit together. Yeah, well, she apparently and, and found also, everybody too. So Right then find then finding everybody. Yeah. yeah, including
0: well what's her name? The the girlfriend.
2: Yeah, Luciana, so.
1: Luciana, yeah. Well, actually, yeah I mean, She's yeah, she's it child, but all of a sudden she was
2: there. Yeah, I'm assuming they're going to be good sports and, and fill us in on all this shit because we didn't we didn't ask for this shit, okay? <laughs> so, so but is it, to... are
0: they going to show it? Or are they just going to give a line of dialogue and throw it away?
2: Yeah, they they need to show it, or, or I'm done. You know, we need to do something here to to let us know where everyone got to where they are.
1: <laughs> all right,
2: so, I think.
1: Do you feel like they uh,
2: jump time to fill in the space The Walking Dead's not going to fill in? Probably. I just, I just We've debated this a hundred times and I still haven't figured it out. They have to prove to me there's a good reason for this. I'm, I'm hovering in judgment until they do. <laughs> so. Strand joins Nick and Alicia for breakfast. Uh, Cole, a resident at the stadium, also sits with them. Uh, Alicia checks on Madison, who is converting the dugout into a room for Charlie, and she's scolded about not sleeping and such.
0: Let I mean, me ask you, as you saw the other inhabitants of the baseball diamond, did you just say future dead person, future dead person, future yeah,
2: dead person? Yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> of course. I say that about anybody Maddie comes in contact with. Well, yeah, yeah just...
2: indeed. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course. At least some of them. But, um, you know, the, the, this this shows doesn't always knock off just the second-tier characters just saying...
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, are we allowed to believe that at some point Maddie had a come-to-Jesus moment? I don't and do And all of a sudden she's not murdering people anymore?
2: Well, yeah, but that's going around, you know, so maybe she'll hook up with Morgan and and, and maybe and they'll be Buddhists together or something. I don't know. I just don't think she's... Uh, yeah, I think she kind of had the same... Sort of must have come to the same conclusion that, that Rick did, that there has to be something, you know, after we have to actually... Embrace and take people in instead of just shooting them. (laughs) uh, Where are we here? So uh, converting the dugout into a room. Nick is working in the vegetable garden and chats with Charlie, uh, this young girl who asks how much food they have in the pantries. And they're talking about Robert Johnson's Crossroad Blues. And yes, I decided to add Cream's Crossroads to the last episode um, before I watched this one because I'm awesome and psychic that way.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, really,
2: man. I, I know Tina's probably a bad witness for me, but I was, I was uh, playing around with like what new music and stuff to, you know, or a new poem to do for the new season, and for some reason I just had a flash of crossroads creams. You know, it was creams crossroads, and it was mainly because of the scene with Morgan in the first episode of Fear the Walking Dead. You know, where he's just literally setting in at crossroads. Like, they couldn't be more metaphorical if they wanted to. And so I'm like, oh, it's uh, Morgan. Cro- it's the crossroads of both shows, you know, whether they're going to succeed with this little experiment or not. So, good theme. I'm glad they're, they're tracking with my brain. Yeah. Um, and, you know, any excuse to have some good old blues in, in the podcast soundtrack, we, we will take. Nick explains to Charlie that they've almost grown enough food to eliminate the the need for scavenging. So uh, Madison speaks to a couple, uh, Douglas and Viv, about venturing out to find Charlie's family. And Douglas worries about traveling outside the Walkie Talkie Range, but Madison's like, "Motherfucker, we found you outside of the Walkie. Or, well, actually, he was in the Walkie Talkie Range, but he's like, if you know, we didn't trust your wife here or whoever she is, you know, we would have left your ass out there too. So we're gonna go find this girl's family." So he eventually gives in and gives Madison the keys to a car. Now, maybe Maddie isn't in charge if she has to, like, get permission to go on missions and shit. So I guess that remains to be seen. But I can't believe really any scenario where Madison's not in charge. (laughs) No, 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 no. You know who's in charge. We haven't seen him yet. But
0: it was the manager from Bull Durham. Y'all are lollygagging in the outfield. <laughs> Y'all are lollygagging in the infield.
2: Thought maybe it could be the—I don't know. I wonder if we'll see the biker dude again. Uh, the, there
1: you go. He's the manager, and the goats from Field of Dreams are the board of directors. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Cole, our new buddy, tries to join the search mission, but Strand tells him to stay behind. Uh, Nick asks uh, Luciana to bring back a new book for Charlie. And uh, do, they all ask him if he's, you know, changed his mind and wants to go. But we're getting the sense that Rick, or Rick, Nick doesn't want to go outside of the walls anymore. Yeah,
1: um, something's wrong. we That's the first clue that something's wrong with
2: Nick. Yeah, yeah. He's
1: um, no longer walking among the dead.
2: No. Um, Madison, Alicia, Strand, and Luciana leave without him. In the car, Lucy uh, reminds that Nick should leave the stadium at some point, as we just said, but Madison tells her that you weren't there when I found her, or found Nick, and uh, neither were we, so hopefully they'll fill us in, and says that Nick just needs to feel safe for a while, so he had a bad experience after the dam, apparently. On the road, Madison jokes with Strand about Cole's crush on him, kind of. She's like, oh, you know what? Just basically get a room. You know, this guy likes you. you. Have a drink with him, at least. And he's like, I only you drink with third you, base Madison. Out. Yeah. yeah, I only drink with you, Madison. I thought some of the writing in this was a little cheesy, and it was like they were saying shit that made sense for them to say two years ago on the show, time-wise. But it's like just kind of... Strand reminding us that he, you know, he only drinks with Madison, you know, it's like, okay, you haven't drank with anybody else in the last two years, you're just kind of throwing out fan service to, like, the barroom scene and shit, I just yeah. thought it was a little clunky,
1: a scene that I never want to be reminded of,
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it was fun up to the time the zombie showed up, um, uh-huh. as it always is on the road, Madison. All right, just read that. Two, 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 two. Nick contacts them via walkie and informs them that weevils are destroying the turnips. Zombie weevils, perhaps. Madison's crew leaves the walkie range, uh, so Nick kind of fizzles out. Madison's crew arrives in a deserted town. They split up to find Charlie's family. Uh, Strand and Luciana wander around a, a store that's been picked clean. And uh, meanwhile, Madison and Alicia find a camp that's been burned down near some giant industrial oil tanks, and they see a giant white flag with a number of 4 or 57 on it. Madison finds a newly opened can of food and warns Strand that someone might be nearby. Lucy predicts that uh, Madison won't go back until she has performed a thorough search. Strand points you know, out that... Uh, what's that, Brad?
0: I was going to say that scene reminded me of the Omega Man. Do oh. you remember that movie with Charlton Heston? It was based on it was based on Matheson's book Last Man on the Earth.
2: Yeah, yeah. I or know I know Am
0: it. Legend. Yeah, um, I Am Legend. I haven't seen and,
2: it in so long, so I don't know specifics, but there was a yeah,
0: yeah. There was a scene where Charlton Heston found a can of Sardines. Oh, and and that's when opened. he found the yeah. woman. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Gotcha.
0: So I, I think that was a, a callback to that. I think. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, where was I Strand points out uh, oh yeah uh, Strand points out that he would not be alive if it weren't for Madison's determination we get a little kind of verbal backstory to this day he's not sure why she saved him after the be- he betrayed her at the dam and we're hoping to find that out too
1: because uh, the actor had uh, more time left on his contract yeah.
2: yeah essentially
1: yeah,
2: so. <laughs> Nick finds Charlie fiddling with a walkie-talkie and explains that Madison went to look for her family um, and uh, she kind of tells you know Nick basically that uh, she knows that knows that already. Uh, Madison searches the camp, and a woman, Naomi, puts a gun to Madison's head and demands her keys. Madison quietly clicks her walkie-talkie three times, and Stray and Luciana rush to the rescue. Um, and uh, Madison, still at gunpoint, invites Naomi to join their community, and she instead instead na- snatches Madison's keys and starts to leave. Alicia Strand and Luciana cut her off, and she runs to the top of an oil tank, and of course falls right through the roof. And Big Madison, mistake. yeah, and Madison jumps in after her and tries to save her. And for some reason, there's a shit ton of zombies in the fucking pool of oil. Well, and that was
0: the that was the trap.
2: Yeah, yeah, I the, guess so yeah.
0: They, they, they were led up there by the speakers that were up there. The yeah. zombies would come up there and fall into the tank.
1: Oh,
2: that's right. Yeah, I
0: and that's why they is. had the flag up there with the numbers on it. That's Let's right. How many were there. I just now, is the, number, is the number of
1: zombies in the thing? Yeah,
0: because when they did that well, later, when they did the, 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 truck. the truck, they put in 12,
1: and they, they marked right. 12, right. the flag. Yeah. Um, I didn't count the zombies they were putting on the truck. Anymore.
2: Yeah, me either. I was just kind of dumbfounded by that whole scene, but it was pretty cool. Um, also, it made us I've got to think that the zombies in the trailer in the first episode that we were so con- kind of confused about was probably put there by our friends. We're going to meet in a little bit here.
1: Was there a flag there?
2: I don't remember seeing one, but I, we were, I was at least confused. No, they did they see would, one because well, they? they
1: have one. They have yeah, the flag. Yeah,
2: That's right. So yeah. Cause remember clown car zombie trailer. We were kind of wondering it's like why the <laughs> fuck are there so many zombies <laughs> in there?
1: Now we know. Yeah.
2: Um, so alicia and strand pry open the hatch to the tank and kill the remaining infected and alicia rescues madison from an infected lucy finds a copy of the little prince book in the camp and naomi insists that she's not from the area and doesn't know who led the infected into the tank well i think we might nick burns the infested turnips and hears music in the distance and nick tells douglas and viv they should investigate the source of the music pussy i guess uh no you guys go do it i'm good i I get turnips to manage now is turnips you know that's just going to be the running joke now isn't it when they first you know start talking about turnips in this show i'm like oh is this fucking gimple likes turnips or something doesn't he he's already got his grubby little paws in our show when alicia (laughs) asked him if he
0: wants to do something exciting yeah. Like stare at the wall. Yeah. He says that he'll bring the, was it the jic- yicama?
2: Yeah. Which what...
0: That's the yam bean. It's, it's a Mexican
1: turnip.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, that's right. Didn't Michonne offer to bring uh, Rick turnips or something? Yeah, they had, they had the turnips
0: on. at Hilltop.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so it's the official desired food of the apocalypse. It's the official vegetable of The yeah. Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, Is it a, a- vegetable? It's a tuber, I guess. It's a potato-ish type thing. It's a root.
1: Maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a legume. It's called a bean, so uh, it must be this? a legume. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I and mean, they call it a bean, but I don't think that's actually a legume. It's <laughs> more, you know, turns more like an onion.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Douglas insists that they stay put, but Nick asks Charlie to open the gate for him, and Nick uh, braves the outdoors. He slowly drives out the gate and flashes back to the damn explosion. Uh, so he starts getting a little PTSD he presses the accelerator and runs into a pole
1: Michael Keen and his so, space blanket did this scene much better and better call Saul
2: oh yeah that's right Yeah. <laughs> uh, infected block his door and Cole uh, does some sniping from the lookout and Nick heads back towards the stadium with an infected on his heels and Madison's crew rams into the guy into the walker with their in truck and it's get in come with me if you want to live Madison informs Charlie that she didn't find her family, and she asks if Charlie knows who destroyed her camp, but Charlie remains silent. So Naomi, uh, our new friend here, cleans up a cut on Nick's head and explains that she's a nurse, and Madison kind of shocks her by suggesting she takes a hot shower while deciding if she will stay with her community. Strand, Douglas, and Cole push Nick's truck back towards the stadium. Lucy sees something in the distance and yells at them to ditch the car and get back inside, and a convoy of trucks pulls up behind them inside the stadium Alicia tells everyone to arm themselves meanwhile an army of trucks and campers parks in the lot and a man named Mel gets out of his truck turns on a cassette player and he rides a bicycle around the lot he rounds up the infected and leads them into a truck and uh, they paint the number 12 on the back of it because 12 zombies and he sets up a lawn chair and starts to chill uh, Madison walks up to Mel and asks what he did to the camp uh, what he did to the camp by the oil tanks. And Mel explains that the oil tanks blew up in the, on their own, maybe. Uh, but then reveals he knows about the weevil problem. He summons Charlie, and we realize that she's been kind of a little spy, and including telling Mel apparently exactly how much art, you know, guns and ammo they have and grenades. So good little spy, I guess. And Mel orders Madison to basically give. The long story short is Mel's like, you can either give us your shit. Or we're going to just, like, seed you and wait till you die, and then we'll take your shit.
1: (laughs) Negan could have learned something from this guy.
2: Yeah, they're more of a (laughs) passive-aggressive Negan, essentially. They're like, we don't need to kill you, we just wait until you die, you know. It's like, uh, less effort on our part.
0: Uh, I hated this whole thing.
2: I did, too, because, I mean, my first thought was, why doesn't Cole with his sniper rifle just start plugging these guys? They're just fucking sitting out there in lawn chairs, you know? Not even reasonably heavily armed. They're just like, oh, scary RVs, so we can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, they must have heard the legend of the RV from out east and, and the, the survivors and how Dale tried to keep it going, but then eventually Dale got eaten and the RV And that was the end of the RV. That was the end of the RV, so this is like the Marie Celeste of RVs, maybe, and scared the <laughs> shit out of them. I don't know, but when I when I see people camping out my front door in the apocalypse, and I have a sniper rifle, they're gonna start dropping like flies immediately (laughs) when they make demands like this. It's just standard procedure. I don't care how fucking Buddhist you've gone. This guy just said we're gonna wait until you starve to death and then take your shit.
0: Well. the first thing you do is you shoot every single can of beer out of everybody's hand out there. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> and I, and it's not because I want to deprive them of beer, <laughs> but it's because at that point all beer is done. <laughs> Well, it's you know, done. Desert. It's going to be skunky. It's going to be nasty. Nobody deserves that, no matter how evil they are. Yeah. So destroy all the beer. Right, yeah.
1: It'll no, have again, a twofold well, effect. They're going with the philosophy that I guess that even skunky beer is
2: okay. Uh, yeah, there'd be home-brewed stuff by then anyway. There wouldn't be anybody drinking cans of beer. <laughs> It'll be stuff you bottled yourself. Yeah, well, well, we'll chalk that up with the non-evaporating gasoline that everybody uses in vast yeah. amounts. So, um, so where are we here? Yeah, so I, my my how it would have ended with me is a sniper slaughter, but we can't have any drama I mean, how, that way.
1: How many of you guys are there?
2: Didn't look like a lot. You know, it's not like they rolled up with a serious army. They just had some big vehicles and lawn chairs. <laughs> they didn't, they
0: did not show, you know, anything. They, they simply came in. They gave their spiel. They just said, We're bigger than you. We're better than you. We can do what we want, but we're going to do it this way. Gosh darn it. Might as well like give us. up now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, you know, the thing is, they did nothing to show them that they outgunned them. They no, just they said didn't. they knew how many guns they had and acted like it wasn't any big deal.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Trust but verify, in my opinion. That's, that's why you pop a couple of them and see what happens. If they're going to try to kill you anyway, might as well go out shooting. <laughs>
1: pop the leader right then and there.
2: Right, exactly. Like, you know, it's like, all right, who's 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 the vice president? We want to get you in our sights <laughs> next.
1: Well, yeah. well maybe, maybe, maybe this guy is not the leader. Maybe he's just the, uh, you know, the uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Very <laughs> Jesus, yeah. <laughs>
2: He's got that smoky eye. Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: God. I don't know. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> Moving on. But yeah, that very well could be. It could be, you know, Biker Dude. Who knows? Because um, they, they didn't use him very long, but he was kind of intriguing. Um, but they're the vultures, you know, so that's their thing, I guess. Uh, so Lucy, now, I you know, thought the
1: vultures only seized you after you were dead.
2: Well, that's well. They don't really siege; they just kind of hover. No,
1: they, so they <laughs> hover and they wait
2: to make sure that no one else is
0: going to take it. Yep. And uh, then you know they, they're they're carrying, you know, beasts. They yeah. they, they, they they yeah they're, they're like the tyrannosaurus rex. They they <laughs> wait for it to to be dead, and then they go after it. And woe be to those that uh, try to step in on their meal. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and they, just to, in case we didn't get it, you know, by them actually calling them the vultures, we did get a shot of actual vultures circling above them.
0: Yes. Uh, Oh, symbolism. Yeah, thanks for holding our hand
2: through that one, guys. Uh, Thy name is two by four. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, obviously, uh, Madison refuses to provide him with anything. And the next day, Strand, Alicia, and Cole are staring at the newcomers who are still just hanging out. And they hear Madison hammering in the dugout and go join her for, I'm assuming maybe building up some fortifications at this point instead of new rooms. Toll time. Yeah. Uh, Luciana walks outside and lays the little prince book by Charlie's RV and Charlie watches from a window. And then we get a big title card saying, "Now, Present." Um... But all the
1: color has been drained from the world.
2: Yeah, they are definitely doing, like, a contrast here because the big-ass title cards don't let us know what we're looking at. I guess it makes sense. I mean, you always usually kind of do the the lesser-colored thing. For the past. For the past, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, the wavy lines or something. Um, And, yeah, you would think you'd want the present to be more, like, yeah, real world. But on the road, Nick, Alicia, Strand, and Lucy uh, hold Morgan, John, and Althea at gunpoint, as we saw last episode, and Lucy uh, finds a white 51 flag in the SWAT vehicle and accuses them of belonging to Mel's group. Uh, Al insists that she doesn't know the significance of the flag, but Alicia orders them to at least show them where they found it. So that's next week, kids. Or well, We're running late, so it's already happened, but uh, yeah, excuse me. Yeah. But yeah, we we finally get our characters and a little taste of how they're gonna structure this this season. And again, I'm I'm kind of okay with what they're doing. Uh you know, if we have to have Morgan then I guess this is a pretty good way to do it. We definitely have to find out somewhere along the line, you know, between what happened before before even Yeah, I
1: imagine you know we're gonna <laughs> need flashbacks within
2: the flashbacks. Yeah, we need some before before. Uh, to be sure, because we. And what here, kind of color
1: are those gonna be? Yeah,
2: right. Yeah, it's just rainbows. Um, <laughs> With all the flashbacks and everything,
0: I have to expect Ryan Reynolds to walk through the scene. I know.
2: Uh, yeah. It, it, breaking it, the
0: fourth wall in a flashback? Oh my god!
2: Yeah, <laughs> it could get kind of silly. Either
1: uh, that, either that, or Duncan McLeod
2: They they need to do it. Yeah, they, they need to do it. Cleverly, because I mean, we—I do—I need to sh- see this shit. Mean, we we need to see how Maddie got everybody back together.
1: I mean, that, wouldn't it have made more sense if it had to be at the baseball field and then flashback to the dam instead of having to do triple and double flashbacks? I
2: don't know. You know, th- this this show has always kept me intrigued, at least, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a chance to to unfuck the fuckery that Gimple is laying upon them. <sighs> you know what this
0: reminds me of though it reminds me of well no it's one of those it's like one of those movies where at the beginning of the movie the main characters tell you we're going to go to this place and it's going to be so cool and everything's going to be great and you're going to love it and as an audience you're getting excited you're getting hyped with them and then they get out on the road and all of a sudden they have to get off the beaten path and everything goes to hell and you're like you know what I I would just rather get back on the road and go back to where it was going to be cool Yeah. And and yeah, the detour is, no, it's not fun and it's, oh god, here's some more people gonna make you eat shit and, <laughs> and, you know, we had enough of that, we had the shit sandwiches on the other show we
1: don't need that again Honestly, I just want to stay at home
2: yeah, I don't know, I, I like the concept of like the vultures in theory uh, as I said, I don't everyone's, it's like Gimple brought the stupid bug over to this uh, this show cause it's just like as I said, man, I don't know why you let these people just park out in your parking lot, you know.
0: We well, start and tossing parties. some of those
2: 27 grenades out at them and see what happens.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they, they, they introduced us in the first episode to two new and interesting characters in Dorian Althea. Yeah. And I was like, hey, this is cool. Okay, I'm, I can like them, deal with them. And how much of them do we actually get in this episode? And then they introduced Dharma. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, where, where and, and they did the whole oil thing, and I, and then they they do the fake out with Maddie in the tank, where she kind of gets up and she does that that
1: Walker twitch. Yeah, they yeah do they've it. done that. They've done that you before they, with they, Maddie. You know, yeah. sitting
0: there doing that is the she or is she? Or but you knew that she wasn't. You know, you knew that she wasn't going to be. But it was just one of those moments, and I'm just like, man, they're they're going back to
2: this. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's not going to make me happy. And, and like, I think they're setting us up for another big fake-out. Because in the now, I'll bet you folks at home have noticed that Madison is not with the crew. So, um, yeah,
0: in the now, yeah.
2: Um, so, you know, I guess... And our, they're
0: really mad about something. They are,
2: and they're, they are definitely want to find the, the flag people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're being led to believe that Madison probably is dead, but I'm betting she's not, and that's gonna kind of piss me off too.
0: Well, uh, I think they all think she's dead and she's probably being held
1: somewhere maybe uh, I don't know if but we'll, we'll
0: see how things we'll see how things yeah. go. That's, yeah. it's, it's they've given us some things that make us want more but they' well, the yeah, but they're feeding us in just tiny little increments and and come on, get on with the story.
2: Yeah,
1: they they've set themselves
2: up for I think too many characters and and maybe they'll free us up from a few
1: soon. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's hope not. Well, um, well, well the Walking Dead had too many storylines going on in one time period. Yeah. This show's going to have too many storylines going on in three time periods.
0: Yeah. So you, I'll I'll say this, you know, with Walking Dead in this last part of the season, I was really I was not ever looking forward to any episode until the last one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this thing is some episodes delivered enough that I was like, okay, that wasn't so bad. And then the final episode gave me a bit of what I wanted. And I walked away from it happy enough that I, that, you know, I got, of course they, they did things to us that messed with our heads. And what they did with Carl was just like, ugh. Yeah. but you know, the thing was, is that I wasn't looking forward to every
1: week. Well, no. it seems with, with like the, it. Walking, the regular Walking Dead show went with the old Smallville format. Yeah. Have a really good episode, do six shitty ones to the point where you're ready to drop the show, and then yeah. come back with something really good. Yeah, Smallville had like a
2: full yeah. run of 22 episodes. Yeah, there, and then it? the
1: cycle <laughs> just repeats
2: itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah mean, well. You almost have to do that with a 22-episode show, but I mean.
0: And Smallville's back in the news right now, too.
2: Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> not get into that. It's too bizarre. Not well, a was- good way. I guess we noticed that Naomi isn't with the crew in the now either, so maybe she didn't make it. Uh, who knows? Well, there
1: apparently no blondes in the now.
2: No, no blondes well, in the now.
0: Well, the thing is, before the se- before this season started, we saw a video of her and Alicia at a water park, okay? Yeah, that's and true. And you get two girls at a water park getting their swimsuits on, <laughs> it's not going to end well for one of them.
2: No, but, you know... <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that, actually, and that's that's not at the stadium, so we're definitely heading somewhere else with those two, at least. Um, hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's an intriguing way to do things. I, I don't, I hope it's just not, like, doesn't end up being this bad gimmick and they just don't know how to handle it, because I thought the show was chugging along pretty well the way it was going. Last season was probably the best season they had, and, uh, yeah, whatever. This is this is this all is Gimples' is. world, and we just live in it, I guess.
0: Yeah, and 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 again, what happened with all, with all the biker guys? I I actually like the leader of the bikers. Yeah. Well, did they did they die at the dam? No, most of them. We don't know if anybody died at the dam. Yeah, well, I, I think mean, the leader really
2: the leader and a few of his buds were on their way. You know, and remember Walker. I'd really love to have seen Walker again too, but I doubt well, it. But here's <laughs> the problem I'm having too.
1: Where was the dam? Mexico. Uh, well, or you know, well, the, yeah, the Mexico border was huge. Right. I mean, I always thought I always had a the feeling they were like,
0: it well, near it, California. It was it was it probably somewhere between the, you know the the California and the um, Nevada border of Mexico. Yeah. Somewhere in that area, it, it just seemed to be more more probably on the California side than that, because everybody was able to get to each other. Uh, you know, relatively quick. Yeah. So I can't think that they got too far away. Cause even strand got back to him after going out to the coast.
1: Yeah.
0: Right.
1: So, yeah. But how far do they have to, do they have to go to end up in Texas? Uh, well, let's
0: see. If you drive by car, you can get from Texas to the West coast in 26 hours, Yeah. probably 24 hours. Um, and that's going you know basically right over the mountains you're you're, you're, you're taking a straight shot from DFW uh, to El Paso uh, to Las Vegas and then boom and that's a three hour drive from Las Vegas to Los Angeles Oh no sorry six hour drive.
2: Well they've you know I guess we can expect next, next that we're gonna have like <laughs> we'll have- Fargo, The Walking Dead, and and they'll start with a group way up in fucking North Dakota or something. Um, I mean,
1: I mean, other time issues. And is, they can come down does, to Texas. How, yeah. how long did it take Morgan to walk from Virginia to Texas?
2: Well, he was running a lot and he drove okay. some.
1: <laughs> see, I, I can see her go,
0: Jerry. Yeah, you killed that walker
2: over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I chopped your head off with my <laughs>
0: shovel. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it, Jerry,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Jerry uh, needs his own shovel.
0: My, uh, uh, based, this is a uh, different Jerry, Jerry. Lundegaard Jerry yeah. from Fargo, yeah. the Walking Jerry. <laughs> well, you just had to go and do it now, didn't you? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you make it happen, dog. Gimple. Fargo, The Walking Dead. That's our next <laughs> show. <laughs> so good. Contact the Coen Brothers for dialogue. Um, eat the cobble. <laughs> All right, it's not that Jerry, Mike.
0: <laughs> Go it's gold, Jerry. It's, it's gold.
2: Yeah, you watch the movie Fargo. It's your homework now. Um. Yeah.
0: Oh, you must.
2: Oh, <laughs> right, that's about all I got. Um, like I said I'm not. I'm not a happy camper yet, but I'm, I'm keeping an open mind. Uh, as long as we, you know, still rotate between like not much Morgan, and then we. Figure out the Morgan shit later. As long as it keeps everyone else interesting. The too. thing
1: is, though, Morgan is the new is the show's new toy, so they're going to play with it far more than they need to. Yeah. Hey,
0: just you know, just tell us what you think, though, and and you know, let let us know what you what you guys are thinking about it, and what you think about what we think about it. I mean, it seems like the writers listen to us because, man, every week they give us something. Of course, a
2: little, yeah. But just, yeah. Just, they alter
1: that show very just quickly.
2: Just little teasing nuggets, though. They never and give and if, everything if you I guys
0: want. tell us something, we'll say it on our show here, and maybe they'll listen to you, too.
2: Yeah, I don't even and have... So you you can do to, it on
0: our Facebook page.
2: Do it there. Our, we don't really have an email right now. I have to change... I have to, like, eliminate all my fucking Yahoo emails. Ah. Uh, because they just got okay. bought by somebody evil, apparently. And, like, literally, you log into Yahoo Mail now, and it's, like, the... the I clicked yes just so I could get some of my mail, but they, a new like terms of service comes up and it basically tells you that we're going to share your information with fucking everybody. We're going to let Verizon read all your emails and blah, blah, blah. And you sign here in blood on the dotted line and you can keep using our email or you can fucking pay us three ninety five a month for premium email service. So fuck Yahoo from now on. Um, Actually, if someone does want to, I'm going to change all my shit over to my, like, personal Gmail account. So, if anyone does want to email us about the show, you could do it at notgoingaway69 at gmail.com. Just like it sounds, notgoingaway69 at gmail.com. So, there you go. David Pasquarello, why don't you just send us a test one, make sure my email's still working. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. I got, like, no predictions or anything, and we don't really dare make any predictions because we've all seen the the next episode, but we're going to try to get that one recorded soon so we catch up.
0: I I can tell you this. At the end of each episode so far this season, there's, like, a five- or ten-second pause after the previews for the next week, and then there's Beth saying, I'm fucking pissed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That, that, that's, all you, that's all you need to know. Next, next week, she can tell you why.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> okay. yeah we need her on next show, definitely, because,
1: yeah, I don't know.
2: Well, after you sign us <laughs> off, I want to
0: talk to you about something. All right. Cool. Both of you. Both. Yeah. All
2: right. So I guess that's it for Mikey Z, Walker Killer Extraordinaire, Mike Zumo, and uh, Brian Hughes. I'm Scott McGurr. This is Fear of the Walking Dead cast. We'll see you uh, when we see you. Bye now. Adios. Arrivederci. Yeah.
0: Sayonara. <laughs> That's the Walker way of saying goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> I want to tell you about Texas radio and the big beat. Comes out of the Virginia swamps, cool
2: and slow, with money and precision. The backbeat, narrow and hard to master. Some call it heavenly in its
1: brilliance. Others mean and rueful of the western dream. I love the friends I have gathered together at this thin raft.
2: We have constructed pyramids in honor of our escaping.
0: This is the land where the pharaoh died.